we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-
Late arrival. Late mm-hmm. arrival. Nah, they closed the school. Because <laughs> they have mad snow days because they never used any of the snow days. So they just closed the school today for the kids. Oh, okay. I'm not Isn't it like snowing in LA and stuff? It was snowing in LA, yeah, early it's this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early. Uh, the end of last week, it was snowing in LA. So it's pretty messed up. It's, it's nasty out there. Did everybody do their daily routine this morning? Did you get to yes, do yours? I did. What's okay. your daily routine? I stretched a little bit. Stretch? Yeah, well, I get I, up. Yeah. I have this book called Master Your Emotions that mm-hmm. I've been reading. So I usually get up, read something from that. Okay. Cook me a little breakfast. You know what I'm saying? You ain't but, no breakfast this morning. Right. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been, it's been out of whack because I've been waking up at four to get ready to right, be right, here. Right. So waking up at four, that's what usually when I get in. Yeah. So Gee. I'm backwards. No, you backwards right now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to do my whole little routine, but you know, I listened to a little gospel. I prayed. Okay. I did a little stretch. Okay. Amen. Okay. Okay. I didn't drink my tea, but you know. Charlamagne? <laughs> I definitely did my uh, routine this morning. My routine is simple. I get up, I pray, shower, then read out of my daily affirmations book, you know, and then we all, we off to the races. We on the way. What about you? You did your hookah this morning? <laughs> no, I didn't. The I didn't bad do, Dominican bitch you are. I didn't, I didn't, huh? I didn't do my hookah this morning. Okay. Now I'm just posting mad hookah pictures because y'all uh, straight. He had the vape. Y'all straight man shaming right now. <laughs> I'm not straight shaming. That's y'all all. Y'all straight man shaming. Y'all, y'all straight. I, I can't you, be a straight you man in peace. to the Surgeon General or Saucy Santana, okay? <laughs> Both of them say hookah ain't good for you. They did. <laughs> But they All did right. it for different reasons. Hey, just let Look, you know. I can't straight man shame anymore. Hey, man. I want to be a straight man in peace. <laughs> I, if I want to put something in my mouth that's plastic Whoa. and blowing it, you know what? Like, it's smoking out. That's on me. That's on me. I would. He talks great with that crooked. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> well, we got a guest uh, joining us this morning, Naja Glover Tawab. She has oh, a book, man. Drama Free, out right now. A guide to managing unhealthy family relationships. Let me tell you something about Naja Tawab. Y'all know I uh, I talked about her book, Set Boundaries, Find Peace, quite often uh, going into 2022. And now, Drama Free is setting that tone again, bro. Okay? Because you got to manage these unhealthy family relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'll just be cutting you off. <laughs> it's just so because I say, of, it don't matter. Thing. Family can go to You me. ain't got to tell me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, and that, don't you got an event with her, I thought? Yeah, tomorrow, but it's sold out, so no need to mention it. Oh, okay. Talk, talk that talk. Talk that talk. Talk that talk. this morning. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll mention it later, man. Let's get in some front page news. Uh, we got to talk about your president, Joe Biden. He said, I'm a white boy, but I ain't stupid. Mm. You could have fooled me. <laughs> we'll talk about it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Dre and Lex P from the Poor Minds Podcast with mm-hmm. us this morning. And let's get in some front page news. Now, Joe Biden was uh, speaking at a Black History Month reception. Today is, quote unquote, the last day of Black History Month, February 28th. Yeah, but you could teach Black History year round. That's what I said, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about Black History and what the school should be teaching and what, how he feels about it. It's important to say from the White House for the entire country to hear history matters. Yeah. History matters and Black History matters. Look, I can't just choose to learn what we want to know. We learn what we should know. We have to learn everything, the good, the bad, the truth, and who we are as a nation. That's what great nations do. That's what great nations do. And we're a great nation. Okay. I, still think, I still think it's why we're having this conversation. Right. right. The fact I mean, that we can't teach kids good, what black history, like, you know, certain kids feel away because of how we were treated. Right. right. Well, coming and from, how our ancestors were. No, no, saying wow. Yeah, and coming from the president, black history matters, but so does black legislation. So does black equity. That's what I want to hear you talking about. Right. No? Well, he also says he's not a stupid white boy. You know, I'm not, I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> 
I know where the power is. I know where the power You think I'm joking. I learned a long time ago about the Divine Nine. That's why I spent so much time at Delaware State campaigning and organizing my campaign in Delaware. Not the Divine Nine. I bet you if you'd have told him the, the name the Divine Nine, you'd right. have heard, 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 heard how stupid he is. Like, you know. I mean, like I said, it sounds good, but I kind of get over like all the politicians trying to be relatable and be oh, funny and all. And, right, yeah. and be, it's just it's too much. Like, they really don't take much to impress us at all. Right. A shout like, out. Yeah. Right. A shout a out. Maybe and we'd be excited. Man, invite ready, them to the cookout. Man, ready to run through the wall for them. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Now, also, DeSantis is uh, taking over the Disney district. Now, I was really into this because every time I go to Disney, of course, I got six kids, so I go to Disney a lot. And I'm always uh, intrigued how Disney ran its, its, its property. So, if you don't know, Disney owns hundreds of thousands of acres in Florida. But the way they got the acres were they controlled the land, meaning they governed the land, they governed the power, they governed the water. Everything was controlled by them. Well, I guess, you know, DeSantis pissed him off with the don't say gay law, and now DeSantis is taking everything over. So That's they're controlling everything. That's an overreach of power. Government shouldn't have that kind of control over over Disney, right? And that's this was a this was something that was supposed to be like hundreds of years. So the fact that they pulled that after fifty years is really crazy. What happened? He trying to keep Mickey from being with Goofy? What's going on? Oh my god! What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's happening here? What's going? On? What's, what bothered him about Disney that he feel like he had to overreach his power to get that kind of control? And that was part of the reason why they actually built Disney in Florida because they can control their own stuff. So I don't know what that means. Disney, you know, invest too many billions and billions of dollars to move but I don't know how that affects everything now you know yeah that's crazy yeah that's an overreach of government power if you ask me alright well that is your front page news now uh, next hour I gotta tell you about this white student who is suing Howard University oh mm. brother yeah so we'll tell you about that next hour that's what y'all get for being so accepting racial <laughs> discrimination right we'll talk about does that does he go there hour. does he go to Howard I'll, I'll talk about it next okay. hour but he did go when uh, okay. he said he didn't like the way y'all were treating him Okay, well, they, I mean, it makes sense. Does it? Uh, I mean, no. it makes sense. I'm saying it makes sense considering that he was probably one of the very few oh. there. Could you imagine him going to class every day? What you mean? I mean, but if you're a white person going into Howard, you're accepting the fact that you're different. Right. But, but he also, well, you know, he also sent out some tweets that weren't uh, a little racial. Mm. Were you tweeting YG lyrics? And then that's why they was <laughs> My nigga, my nigga <laughs> what Threw out some tweets What happened? So, you know we, 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 I want to talk about it next time But he threw okay. out some tweets And then, you know When he went to class It was Crack Crack Oh, people, oh, people pressed him Yeah All day I long I gotta hear more <laughs> we'll I gotta hear contact <laughs> But get it off your chest 800-585-1051 If you need to vent Phone lines are wide open Again 800-585-1051 If you live in New York New Jersey Connecticut uh, Boston or any of those areas, give yourself a little extra time because the roads out there are disgusting. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, the Breakfast Club. <laughs> now they wanted to see where it was going first. You know what I mean? Because you're Lex. Okay, so you, these two yeah, beautiful black women that live next door to you, what happened? And they try to hit on me. I got a girlfriend, queen, at home, and they just trying to hit on me while I be while I be taking the trash out. I be trying to go down the streets, the store. They come out with jeans on, going to the pool. And I'm like, oh, what should I do, man? My girl is a sister, beautiful black woman. I don't want to do anything to her, but they be tempting me, man. No, no, you should no. be faithful. Go ahead, tell him. He should be what faithful. Should I do, brother? 
It ain't, huh? it ain't that hard. Yeah, I mean, just, if you're an attractive man and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in life, of course women are going to be attracted to you. Of course. So you just asking that question because you want to get a low-key thinking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he thirst trapping the women. He, yeah. he walk out with his wife right now. All right. My brother, my brother, they're, my brother, there are four words. There are four words that the great Carlos Black Miller. There you go. Right. I'm about to say the great Carlos Miller made four Thank words famous, I knew baby. Charlemagne was about to say that. I'm it's the truth. <laughs> I, I don't cheat. I, I know a lot of black boys that cheat, but That's the black right. men I know in my life, we don't cheat. That's true. I Hello, mean, who's this? For y'all. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? What's up, brother? Get it off your chest, bro. I would like to talk about the Disney thing. Go ahead. Because what a lot of people don't know, the CIA helped Disney get that land. Mm. For real? Where you read that at? The same place you read Bill Cosby was trying to buy NBC? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Actually, no. Look it up. I'm being completely honest with you. Let me see. This, the CIA helped them buy it at a cheap price. So it's not a surprise the government got to come back to grab that. The CIA helped Disney? Get that land in Florida, yes. I gotta look that up. I don't know. I don't even know where to begin to so, look that up. So what's what's the point on it, brother? What's your point on that? I'm just saying, like the, the, the government gonna take whatever they give, no matter what. So it's not surprising. Oh, I do see an article on the Daily Beast that says how the CIA helped Disney conquer Florida. Mm. Mm. I gotta read it though. Read it though. Hello, who's this? What's up? This RB from Indianapolis. What up, brother? Get it off your chest. Hey, I just want to say, man, what's up to you, man, Charlemagne, the ladies in the building. Peace, King. Hi. So, I'm for, I just turned 40 and I just had a baby, right? Okay, uh, congrats, brother. Thank you, man. This is my third son, man. I got an 18-year-old, 11-year-old, and a newborn. So, there's big gaps there. Okay. Thank you. And I just realized, man, it is... I'm tired, man. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Man, like, getting up in the middle of the night, changing diapers, making bottles. <clears throat> it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. You ain't got to tell us. We know, brother. My one-year-old beat me and up then, yesterday, and, and I couldn't do nothing about it. She grabbed my face so hard. Like, I thought, like, I wanted to punch her. Like, she grabbed nails, <laughs> and I'm looking down, and I'm like, oh, I was almost screaming. Like, yes. let go. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I, I love that. It's a, it's a lot, man. But I I, I want to just say, like, I found out at my job that they had, like, this uh, parental leave thing, and the men don't get paid for it, but the women do, and I just think that's crazy. Oh, it's different up here. Up here, we they get maternal leave for yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Paternal. 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 Yeah. Our board I've got it. Red had it. Yeah, them just those business out there. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I'm hey, no, hey, no. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's a good thing to have. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan you, you go, it is a good thing. You go to the gym, bro? It is a good it is a good thing to have, but man, we don't get paid for it, man. Now, can't nobody take that time off, man, and not get a check. Yeah. No, well, you need to go that. to the That's gym. Wild. You need you go to the gym. You take your vitamins. That'll give you the energy you need, brother. Man, he talking about money right now. Yeah. Oh. I'm talking about money, man. <laughs> I'm talking about something. You ain't with that one. I'm trying to buy. I'm trying to buy with the child, like the mama. And I can't take off that long without a check. Not you trying to do skin to skin. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N.
AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Jay One, man, from Florida. How you doing? What's up, Florida? Get it off your chest, brother. Man, I just want to say a couple words, man. I just feel like everybody seems to believe in it. man. You know what I mean? Walk out the house, you happier than you did yesterday. It's still a couple good people out here. You got to hold your head, huh? That's all. Amen. All right. Amen, brother. Yeah, man, yo, yeah, that's all you got to do, man. Uh, it's coming from a dude up there through a little bit, up there through a lot, but I don't ever give up on stuff. You definitely can't do that. And you got to go with the universe. If you don't do that, you're going to always be on the, on the universe. There you go. All right, brother. That's the word. word. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on, Breakfast Club? This is uh, Dingo. Dingo0925. What's going on, y'all? What up, bro? Get Good up morning. your chest. Hey, why are you doing, ladies? Good. How are you? I'm good. Yes. How are okay, you? Okay. Cool. I'm good. I'm good. I like y'all show, man. I'm Charlemagne. The black effect is uh, pretty dope, man. Thank you, brother. Sound crazy, brother. Hello, who's this? If you're gonna bang on you now. <laughs> if your phone sounds crazy, yeah, you gotta let you know. Hey, how you doing? I'm gonna just no tell everybody. When you call up here, you gotta take us off Bluetooth. You gotta take us off speaker because if it sounds crazy, it just we can't hear what you All say. Right. What's going on, guys? See, you what's sound going on, clear. DJ Envy? What's going on, Charlemagne? What up, brother? Get off your chest. He was doing good. See what is it? What he said? No. I can't bang on. My name is Joey. I'm, I'm from Okeechobee, Florida. All right, get off your chest. Hey, man, I just want to... I really ain't got nothing uh, big to get off my chest, but I just want to say uh, I've been listening to you guys for so long already, and uh, you guys are great, man. You guys make my uh, my day every day. Uh, Charlemagne, man, uh, you've been a big uh, help for me in uh, in this mental health space, man. Like, uh, uh, since I've been listening to you, man, I go, I go and I listen to you for, like, um, just, like, uh, just, like, advice on life and things like that, because, uh, when I'm going through something, I try to listen to you and see if you went through the same thing, man. And uh, a lot of the words you speak, a lot of the positive, positivity that you put out in the world, man, really helps people. So uh, oh, that's love, I just want to say thank you, man, and God bless. Thank you, King. That's and uh, yeah, yeah, man. And uh, that's all I got to say, man. Uh, I appreciate y'all, and uh, uh, I hope you guys have a great day, man. Be good, brother. Thank you, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Charlemagne. All right. I'm just doing my part. There you go. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up now. We got rumors on the way. We got to talk about Drake uh, and how he feels about putting his exes in his songs. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. We got our co-hosts with us this morning, Drea and Lex P from the Poor Minds Podcast. Good yes, morning. indeed. And let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Cardi B. Ooh. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. right. On the Breakfast Club. 
Now, uh, Cardi B, she has to be doing, uh, I'm not sure how many hours of community service, uh, or actually it says 15 days of community service. This is from a 2018 brawl she was involved in in a strip club in Queens. Mm-hmm. Yesterday she said community service has been the best thing that has happened to me. Almost like a spiritual journey because sometimes I have uh, leave these centers in tears. Those people that we leave behind, they just need somebody to talk to and a little push and you might be able to change their life forever. Dre and Lex P, you ever had to do any community service? Yep. You, oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. What you had to you do know, for? I lived a thug life. <laughs> you saw the feed, too? I, I had to do community service for fighting Yeah. when I was in high school. Like and Marty? Then I, yeah. Okay. And then I had to do community service again in, like, 20... When was it? Oh, yeah. Because they had tried to give me a DUI. Oh, okay. But I got reckless driving there. instead, and then I still had to do... What'd you have to do? What was the community service? Pick up um, trash off the side of the road in a little orange suit? You could pick the place. You could <laughs> okay. pick it. So I did Boys and Girls Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Did a you leader. Have, did you have to do any? No, I never did community service. I just went to jail. Where? Oh. <laughs> you just took the charge. I mean... Usually you can plead out, you know, yeah. but that could be part of the plea. Part of the plea could be community service. Well, that's what usually no, what I it is. I ended up getting probation. Oh no, yeah, I, I, I had to do the, I had to do to pick up the trash. You did. Oh, oh my god! So I'm only that's what I had to do in high school. I had to pick up the trash. I did that in college. I had to go pick up the trash. Y'all are not good people. Congratulations! I follow the law. The community service do for y'all what it did for. Body? No, because I had to pick up trash. I, yeah, I mean, that's all I was doing, too. I was picking up trash. But when I did Boys and Girls Club, you know, it was nice. Yeah, that's got to be a touching feeling. You, it was. Did, you know, kicking it with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I think that's good too. for Cardi, because I feel like, you know, in 2018, she was still Cardi B. So mm-hmm. this is kind of like letting her know, like, you know, you don't have to do that no more. Right. You right. know, so right. Beat people up? Yeah. There's never Sometimes really a statute of limitations on beating people up. No, you, you might get to a point where you pay people to do it. I'm weak. <laughs> you got to chain check them some Every now better. and then. To let no. them know don't play with I'm you. I'm happy for her. I think that this is good for her, mm-hmm. you know. Well, congratulations to Kiki Palmer as well. Yes. She gave birth yesterday, welcomes her first child Aww. with her boyfriend, Darius Jackson. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. The baby's name is Leotis Andrelton uh, Jackson. I know I said that all types of wrong. black name. Yeah, I like Leotis. That's super black. That I love black. Kiki. That's very black. That's I a, love a, it. That's a Black History Month name. They're going <laughs> to be honoring that, that young man in about 2030. Yes. <laughs> His first all, step's going to be a march. That's a civil rights name. <laughs> His first step's going to be a march. You're stupid. <laughs> and lastly... Drake says he regrets name dropping his ex-girlfriends in his songs. I think like sometimes when I've like said girls' names in songs, mm-hmm. maybe those are the two things that I look back on. And I'm like, ah, maybe I could have done without like mm-hmm. on people for age or like disrupting somebody's life. I, I I never like the lyrics are never with ill intent, but like I had somebody one time be like, you know, it's not necessarily what you're saying about me; it's the fact that you said it. Like you don't know what it does to me. Like you don't know who my boyfriend is at the time, mm. or you don't know who like what my family knows and doesn't know, mm. you know. And if you d- express like any form of discontent for me in a song and say and call me by name, mm. then all of a sudden like I'm left to kind of like pick up the pieces in my own life that I've like tried to build up for myself Mm. I've like tried my best to stop doing that but I like to be honest in music that's real I mean what he's saying is you know I mean if he wants to keep his own peace he don't want to disrupt the peace of others Mm. but there's been times Drake has name dropped uh, people's Girls' names and songs on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a couple. There's been a couple. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
I feel like it's okay but, to talk about your experiences in music, but to name drop, like, you taking it a little too far. Yeah, he definitely say names a lot. But you know what's crazy, though? I don't think he ever would say anything that crazy, though, about them. Because he's slick with the bars. Yeah, he's slick yeah. with the bars. He's yeah. slick just, with the bars. Yes. He, yes. Said, he said some crazy yeah, he said some stuff. Crazy you know stuff. Right. Yeah. But yeah. also, no man wants their woman to be rapped about, especially in a Drake song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's a double entendre metaphor. Right. <laughs> That everybody's singing in the club, <laughs> but you know that's directed towards you and yours. My you can't God. even sing along. Right. My God. Yeah. But I mean, that got to be good for some of the women, though, right? Because it means what you mean? some of these women, it got, it got them lit. I yeah, agree. I'll pop you yeah. up for sure. Yeah, yeah, name one. Yeah, I ain't naming none of them. I can't. What, which one he got lit? I don't, oh, I I don't can know. Name, I, there's a few in my mind right now, but I, I ain't saying Yeah, I can think okay, of a few, Okay, y'all go ahead and rattle some names off. Well, we got to do it. Cause y'all pour my podcast. <laughs> pour that tea. <laughs> well, I can think. Of, I mean, I put it like this. I don't know how lit they got. I just know that I never heard of them until that happened. But there was a couple of uh, scrippers yes. in Houston. Oh yeah, yeah. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. specifically what we were thinking. Yes. about. Right, that, right. Pe- that people knew already, and I'm sure after that name drop, people started going to those clubs just to see them in Fat. particular yeah, yeah, even yeah. more. I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. I was always exactly. only thinking about Kiki. That's all I was thinking about. Wait, Kiki. who is Kiki? I don't know, Kiki. The, I don't even know that's, who that's, who Kiki that's the girl from yeah. Canada, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one I, I can think of. Yeah. No, I was thinking about the, the scrippers. Yeah. I was thinking about a few. The last woman he dated, like, all of a sudden she was getting the little Fashion Nova deals. The, um, the light-skinned oh, one. yeah. The lady with the son that played basketball. That played basketball. The lady with the son that played basketball. Because I, for, I, I forgot mm. her name. The lady with the son. You really narrowed it down, huh? <laughs> <laughs> with the son that played basketball. Yeah, y'all know what you're talking about. I think, I think her son is actually, I think, top 10 in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, he played ball for he California. He is busy. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, front page news, we got to tell you about this uh, Caucasian that is suing Howard University. Mm. For racial discrimination. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Reinvent Your Life. Mel Robbins is back to help you dream big and take more control over your life. Start listening when you sign up for a free 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We have the ladies from the Poor Minds Podcast, Drea and Lex Peace, joining us. They're our co-hosts today. And let's get in some front page news. Now, uh, we have a white student that is suing <laughs> Howard Universi- uh, University School of Law. He is seeking $2 million in monetary damages. He don't got a name? For pain. His name is uh, Michael Newman. Mm-hmm. He's suing for pain, suffering, emotional anguish, and the damage to his reputation. He uh, suffered depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. He planned this out. He had this plan for a long time. I'm That's gonna go, what I was going to say. He was like, I'm going to go to I'm going to go to this HBCU, <laughs> and I'm going to claim emotional distress. He's saying vilification and uh, humiliation. The lawsuit, uh, the lawsuit alleges that Howard breached his contract with Newman, who says the university gave him a scholarship of 26000 per year for three years. What? After a series of incidents that led to his uh, him being expelled. A scholarship for what? I don't know. Ain't basketball. What do you do? I do ain't basketball. That's why he's doing it right now. What does he do, damn it? I need to know why he got all that money from HBCU. (laughs) Now, this is... We we got a a news report? Go ahead, because I want to read some of these. Go ahead, go. 
The plaintiff, Michael Newman, is asking for $2 million in damages for his alleged pain, suffering, and emotional anguish. He says he became a target for discrimination following his comments in a group chat with other students. After showing the picture of a slave's beaten and bruised back, he said, but what did the slave do? Come on now. Newman says he repeatedly <laughs> on, apologized. Man. He also says on, he faced hostility on campus. With on, students man. calling him Mayo White Panther, in a statement, the school oh, says man. the school is prepared to vigorously defend itself in this lawsuit as the claims provide a one-sided and self-serving narrative of the events leading to the end of the students' enrollment at the university. This now, was a setup. All my brothers and sisters who was in that group chat, y'all got set up. Fast. Ain't no way that man... I know the picture he sent out. That's the picture <laughs> of uh, the brother that uh, Will Smith just played in Emancipation, mm -hmm. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. You sent that mm -hmm. picture to a group chat full of black people and said, now what did the slave do? You're trying to get a reaction out what of people. What did the slave do is wild. That's nuts. You yeah. got what you deserve. I agree. Fair now, game. What they said to him? As he was walking to class, uh, they said... What did he say? Called the Mayo King. Mayonnaise King? Cracker. Okay. Mm. Allegedly, cracker ass cracker. Let me hear how they Big said mood. it. And cracker ass cracker ass cracker. Fair game. Allegedly. I like that. Fair game. I mean, I said that earlier. Well, you know, what, they, have, you they had a friend? list of <laughs> like. <laughs> no, but I just feel like, especially now that we know more context, he is. He got what he deserved. Yeah. Fair game. There was like a list of like, um, something happened at a university mm -hmm. and um, black people were like in the chat and they were like calling white people different names. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one of the names was Milk Cricket. Milk Cricket is fire. Drop on the clues, boss, for Milk Cricket. Milk, milk Cricket is cricket. That's a new one. Like milk, milk Cricket is fire. Yeah. I really like Milk Cricket. Listen, yeah. you get back what you put out, okay? I agree. Uh, to me, that's like a slur for a slur, all right? Not everybody subscribing to Michelle Obama's When They Go Low, We Go High mantra. Some people, when you go low, they're going to meet they you with the go. flow. Yeah. All right? So you want to put those type of pictures in a group chat? You got exactly what you asked for. And but you thought you was going to be safe on campus? I think he, this, I still think this was a setup. Yeah, setup. This was a setup. To. He had this in mind. He was like, I'm going to put this in this group chat and then they're going to attack me and then I'm going to play victim. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you go into like an all black school. Like Everybody know how black people are that's with each I'm other saying. anyway. Like yeah. We get on each other. Like We, we going to joke. joke on you. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You could have thought you was going to be safe after that. And what was the screenshot? I know somebody got the screenshot for that whole I was looking for it. I can't and get I it. And I hope that the brothers and sisters in that group chat didn't try to explain to him you know anything about slavery there's nothing to respond to mm -hmm. uh, after somebody does something like that there's only one accurate response and that response is indeed crack ass crack <laughs> period <laughs> milk cricket milk cricket <laughs> milk cricket is crazy alright milk cricket is nuts <laughs> there's a noisy ass milk cricket it's making all this noise at night we can't even sleep yes okay. that's exactly what they do just be a rowdy alright causing a rookie well that is your front page news now when we come back let's open up the phone lines 800-585-1051 this comes from the Drake conversation that's right we're asking, you know, Drake said he regretted name dropping his ex-girlfriends in songs. So mm -hmm. we're asking, what do you regret doing to your ex? Yeah, what's something you did to your ex you absolutely regret doing now? Look at them <laughs> too. why you look at me? Look at Dre and Lex P. Just look at them. Just look at you. Do I look like I've done things I regret? Yes. <laughs> I look full of regret. Yes. We'll, we'll talk okay. about it when we come you back. got a couple milk crickets on deck. <laughs> <laughs> You probably regret that. being with, especially after the BLM movement. Oh, really? right. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, 800-585-1051. We're asking. This comes from the Drake conversation. Drake said he regrets name-dropping his ex-girlfriends in his song. So we're asking, what do you regret? Anything that you've done to your ex. We have Drea and Lex P from the Poor Moms Podcast. They're co-hosting with us. So let's start with you, ladies. But you know the question I would want to ask, Drake, just before we go to them? Like, you regret mentioning your exes in songs, but right. do you regret mentioning other people's girls in songs? <laughs> do you regret mm-hmm. other people's girls who now are they exes because of you? <laughs> do you regret that, Drake? I'm go sure ahead. he doesn't. Go no, ahead, ladies. Probably not. So, so do you regret doing anything to any of your exes? You know, I haven't really done a lot of crazy things to Boy, my exes. Lying. No, I swear. Like, I don't listen to Paul Mines podcast. I don't really be caring enough to do crazy stuff. I really don't. But when I was in high school, my high school boyfriend, he broke up with me, and I found out he was cheating on me, and I went and TP'd his mama house. Damn. Mm. TP means toilet paper, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Me and my homegirl, and then we used, like, silly string and stuff. And his mama knew it was me, and she called the next day. And like, I know you came and TP'd my house. And you telling me that that didn't escalate. You did. You, you had the yeah, mind to do that in high school. Yeah, come on. That, that's where it stopped. So you mean to tell me future exes didn't get worse you treatment than that? Before. I did, but it wasn't an ex car though. It was a stranger's car. They stole my parking spot. Oh, Lord have mercy. Jesus Christ. Lord. I was like 22. Wow, girl. What about you? Um, honestly, I'm going to keep it 100 this morning. Okay. The coffee kicked in. I'm ready. Right. See, you was ready to lie before. I was. <laughs> I was. This is crazy because I was with my ex and I I was not a, a great partner. Okay. And I used to you do You were cheating. Um, I've done some things where like, he, well, we, he would make me mad and I would just go off and just, you cheat. know. Not cheat because we were kind of like on and off. And I regretted for so long, but honestly, I found out some tea last night that he did recently, and I'm just like, I don't regret nothing. Everything I put him through, he deserved it. What did Everything. He, what he is just not a good person. So what did you do? Um, you know, like for example, one time, uh, he had made me really mad, and we weren't together at this point. But we were still dealing with each other, uh-huh. and um, I was like, you know what? I'm leaving, and I'm never talking to him again. So I left, and the next day, I flew out, and I went to Cabo. With, with somebody. Yes, and I had a ball. I had a great time. I don't like leaving out all this cheating you be doing. I wasn't cheating because we weren't together. Okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Okay. But it's like, you know, I used to play games because we were we were never really like mm-hmm. together together. Mm-hmm. But like when we got together, I was trying to be a good person mm-hmm. and make up for the things I had done in the past. But now, do I look back and feel bad about it? No, he deserved all that. Yeah, see, I stuff. did that and I didn't regret it though. Yeah, I don't vacation. Yeah, I thought else? I regretted it. Mm-mm. I thought I regretted it before yesterday. Don't now I don't regret it. I don't Jesus. feel bad. All right, well. <laughs> Period. Who? Let's go I'm to the so phone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And I'll do it again. Hello. Good morning. Hey, what's your name? Angelica. Hey, Angelica. What, what did you do that you regret? Well, I kind of really don't regret it, but. I carved my name into the side of his pretty little souped up four-wheel drive. And it was daddy's truck. It was daddy's passed away, so. Are you, saying that you car- are you saying that you carved your name into that man's paint And his, his daddy's truck? car? Huh? You keyed his car is what you're saying. I did, but it was his dad who passed away his car <gasps> while he was still driving his car. You, now, you, why you he did what he did. Now, why you did that to oh, Herbert yeah. truck? You need to go to jail. Andrea, Andrea, you better not say nothing. He forgave me for it. I did it twice. Too. I don't have nothing to you say. did it twice. 
Oh, well, we were supposed to go on a trip together, and he decided not to come, and I had to drive myself down there crying by myself. I so that. I did it before the trip, and then I came back and did it again. And you sound so happy. I hope that man, Daddy, is haunting you from twice. the grave. Ooh. Got one more year of edges. I know that much. One <laughs> <laughs> more year of edges. I feel like you projecting. <laughs> you were projecting right now. I ain't projecting. I ain't never had no ex to do nothing bad to. He definitely had no edges. Look at his head now. That's what I'm saying. Hello, this? <laughs> Jaleesa from Harrisburg, PA. Hey, Jaleesa. What, what's something you did to your uh, ex that you regret? I found his phone on top of the fridge, and I saw a text message from another girl, so I popped up at his job. What are you working? What you do at his job? <laughs> I called the scene. I was trying to embarrass him, and I ended up embarrassed. Mm. Why? What happened? You slipped on the floor at McDonald's? You're stupid. <laughs> oh, what my God. <laughs> it was a birdhouse, and everybody could see us arguing through the glass doors. It was all bad. At a birdhouse? Where? A warehouse. Oh, a warehouse. Our warehouse. Mm. Are y'all yeah. still together now? I'm sure. No. Oh. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that I think about it. I'm they, not. I'm a little crazy. You, what'd you say, Drea? I said, you know, I'm a little crazy now that I'm thinking about it because I forgot I did pop up on somebody one time. Okay, tell re- us. This was recent. How recent? Like 2020 recent. Was it an ex? Yeah. What happened? Where you popped up on the pandemic? It wasn't on purpose, though. I ran into him outside the club and I seen him and I ran up on him. Well, he's with a girl? Like, I started going off. I was like, you got me messed up, dude. I know I'm cussing him. Why? Because he wasn't calling you back? You know, we were going through some things. He definitely had blocked me. Mm. You deserved it. Why do you? You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know what happened. Why do I just, ah! <laughs> Whatever he said, Dre did. She, she did. And security was like, do I need to get her? 800-585-1051. We're asking, did you ever do anything to your ex that you regret? Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I know it, man. Call me. Get your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got Drea and Lex P from the Poor Minds Podcast here. Why somebody on line three saying Lex P lie? Because oh, I do. Let's go to, <laughs> no, it's some, it's some guy saying Lex P lie. I do lie. She always you think that's your ex calling in? Oh, hey, what's you your ex name? It doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> it don't even matter. She got scared. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? <laughs> Hello? Hi, yeah, hi, this is Peter. What you do to your ex that you regret? Um, as soon as I said my name, I said I should have said it was anonymous. But I regret cheating on him. That means you still with him? No, no, no. I'm with my husband that I cheated on him with. It Boy, was queen. So you, so you regret having a husband. Things worked out for you, see? Right. Can y'all stop? No, but he was such a nice guy. She just said so she I regrets her husband. Better, like broke up. Now, if I'm your husband, I'm mad. You regret that? That means you, we not together anymore. No. No, that's so bad. See I should have never called in for this topic. You shouldn't have called in. Because I'm going to tell you something. You don't deserve happiness. You know what I mean? Yes, and I'm going to tell you queen. why you don't deserve happiness. She, she she says she regrets being married to her husband That's now. Right. And talking about she right. missed her ex. And he's a good guy. <laughs> and he's a good guy. Come first on, man. Of all, first of all, don't be, Uncle Charlotte, don't be living a fan out here. That's not true. What happened? What happened was, I feel bad just because he's a nice guy. We mm. was friends first, and I cheated on him. But I love my husband. I'm happy. You still thinking about him? Is. Go see him one more time, girl. Not see him. Heck no. I don't think about him at all. So what made you marry the the, the husband? Oh, because he's amazing. He, you know, nice guys finish uh, lives. My husband is like 
If you get married, Damn, that's so foul. If you, if you oh cheat on me so foul. and marry the guy you cheating on with me with, don't ever think about me ever again. Word. I don't want to ever hear I, you I say things like I'm I don't think about him. I don't. I just feel bad. You just all talking about him. But... You, you all thinking about him. With you your, gotta with take your real name. Brave. Yeah, that's so hey, if you put her last name out there. Y all, y all... Hey, no, because we got call ID. Say her full name. What's her full name, yo? What's her full name? What's her full name? Tell me. You want to know? Yes. You really want to know? Yes. Yes. So Cash at me hundred dollars right now. Or I'm putting your full name out there. Uh oh. What? <laughs> All right, Miss. <laughs> you have a good day. That's what she get. Not That's me. what you get, Miss. <laughs> no, I'm not messing with y'all this morning. Hello, I'm who's this? This is Kaisha. Kaisha, good morning. What's something you did to an extra regret? Oh, I don't regret nothing I've ever did to any of my exes. Period. And I did a lot of things. <laughs> Period. You don't even know the story. Queen. What, what you did, Kaisha? Well, um, I put a Twix in my baby daddy's um, gas tank. Oh, a Twix? I put tires plus windows to a brick through his mama window. Oh. Not the, the mama. mama. You need to stop what? listening to the Poor Minds podcast. They're a bad influence, clearly. <laughs> you put a Twix. What, what does a Twix in the gas tank do? Same thing a banana do, I'm sure. Banana? No, yeah. the same thing sugar does. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. You, mm. are, you are ruthless. You need to twix. be in jail. Goodness so, hold on. Gracious. You did this to one man or multiple men? No. Well, two. 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 Jesus. Oh, you a baby. I was young, Dana, so. <laughs> when, your, when your no. Lifetime movie coming out? Oh, it's not. <laughs> Where you from, Florida? I am Miami. You single? Oh, yes. Yeah. You ever wonder yeah. why? You ever look in the mirror? <laughs> oh, my God. No, actually, I'm nice. But I'm, I'm one of those people. My actions are reactive. So do unto those who are done to you. Okay, right. well, tell me what so some of... I'll dig a grave. Tell me what I some... I Whoa. Tell me what some of those men did to you. My heart is very precious to me. So <laughs> you ain't answered the I question. Like what did the man do to you? She. She's like her heart. And then the mama helped. So since the mama want to help. God damn. Period. Jesus yeah, Christ. you going down too. I feel that. These mamas be messy. You going down, Mildred. <laughs> very messy. What's your name, ma'am? I already said it was Kaisha. Yeah, Kaisha, I don't want to talk to you no more. I, I try not to have conversations with people I know going to hell, so I don't want to talk to you. Okay, talk to you later, Stalin' Man. <laughs> You're in hell. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You people are crazy out here. Y'all gonna be in a section right across from the milk cricket. Y'all gonna be in hell with the milk crickets. Stay the away from me. What's the moral of the story? What's the moral of the story, ladies? Boy. Men deserve <laughs> the worst treatment. I don't regret anything. I don't regret nothing. When you do something to me first, I'll Man. say that. I wish do nothing but things. But she made surprising. a point. Every every time it's been a reaction to something. Mm -hmm. I don't just jump off of the deep end and just do things just because. I got you. It's always a reaction. So we all just need to do better. So it's premeditated. I wish nothing but happiness <laughs> for the men who've done Lex and Drea wrong. Okay? I hope. I wish nothing but the best for y'all, Lexis. Why? Oh, they're going down. I will. Listen. I'm going to make sure he never sees success. Jesus. All I'm right. Black oh, I'm black I'm black I'm black All right. Look. When we come back, we got uh, your rumor report. We got to talk Azalea. Do y'all have an OnlyFans by any chance? No. Maybe. What's the craziest thing Thumbs somebody right. asked you guys to do? 
the craziest thing. Somebody asked me to like shame them. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's um people want to see I had a guy, he was constantly in my DMs asking me to eat food. Like he wanted me to eat food, like and just like an ASMR thing. Yeah, it was very weird. Okay, very right. strange. We'll tell you what somebody hey, asked. Iggy Azalea on OnlyFans. Eight AM. I, I got a special announcement right before Donkey of the Day too. Okay, and yeah. Charlemagne has a special announcement after the rumors. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on. Nobody put in Baku from Black Panther on this song yet. <laughs> Ain't nobody did it yet. Yes. Does anybody realize he's not rapping on this? I, you know, he I don't need to. Yeah. I just want to rock. I remember when stiff, we used to clown people for having yeah, stiff yeah. hips. Now it's a whole TikTok challenge. Ain't yeah. the whole point to have you supposed to have stiff hips with this song? Yeah, yeah. now it's my time to shine. Let me see something. Let me. <laughs> see, this is the benefit of going to an all-white school. It's my you time. I was with the milk crickets, stiff as hell. If I ever seen you do at the club, I might call the police. I might think something's. I'm mean, having a seizure or something. I'm like, oh, is that the name of that dance? The milk cricket. The milk cricket. The milk That's cricket? what we gonna call it. That's why it's so popular on TikTok. All them little white kids doing it. All them little white kids in the river. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, we are the Breakfast Club. We have our, our guest co-host, Dre and Lex P, of course, from the uh, Poor Minds Podcast joining us. If you haven't subscribed to the Poor Minds Podcast, you need to. Yes. You need to. Now, when we come back, we got to talk Iggy Azalea. She talks about some of her weirdest requests on OnlyFans. Mm. Mm. Interesting. And I want to hear some of you guys' uh, weirdest requests. I can't okay. believe y'all don't got no OnlyFans page. I would think that Poor no. Minds would have an OnlyFans page. Why would we need that? Why would you think that? We are classy ladies, Charlamagne. It doesn't have to be sexual, you know that. Yeah, people like y'all. I mean, you're right. Well, you know your, what? We you, do have Patreon. We have a we Patreon. Have a Patreon. Okay. So we do give bonus content yeah. of us okay. talking. Oh, talking. So, okay. Yeah. okay, okay, okay. Now see. What? That's crazy. Nobody want to see that. Nobody want to see that. I enjoy hearing y'all talk. All right. We'll get to the rumors when we come and back. And listen, I got a special announcement at 8 o'clock right before Donkey oh 2, man. God. All right. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-hosts, Drea and Lex P from the Poor Minds Podcast. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk on Mario. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty uh, patty. I don't gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. right. On the Breakfast Club. Oh, man. Shout out to Simone and Rachel from the Bronx. Now, Simone thought that she was in a relationship with Omarion. Oh, mm. She was being catfished. She even paid the the gentleman or the person's uh, phone bill and everything. Okay. What? She had no clue that it wasn't. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because, come on now. Why would you pay a millionaire's phone bill? Like, y'all got to think. Hey, man. Use your discernment. Stop hating on the city boys, oh man. Oh, my God. I knew you going to say something. Well, I don't understand the hate for the city boys out here getting bills paid by any means necessary. Okay. Let's, let's listen. She was on Dr. Phil. Why have you never met? His manager wants me to pay $3,000 to meet him. His manager wants you to pay $3,000 to meet mm -hmm. someone that you're engaged to. He actually married last year. Right. Does that sound logical to you? No, it doesn't. That's why I want to find out the truth. Oh, you live no. where? In the Bronx. And he rides his Come bike on, and goes to the mall. <sighs> why have you never met? His manager. What does your Uncle Charlotte get on this radio and tell y'all every other day? The craziest people. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 
You know what? Whoever took advantage of that lady, because she didn't sound all the way there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so. I think it sounds like somebody took advantage of her. Yeah. Y'all should be ashamed. You think all the men that y'all um, got money out you know of had it, had it all together? Yes. <laughs> I don't have to take advantage. You think mentally and emotionally, they had it all together. Yeah, huh? yep, and okay. they deserved it. Okay, see. She saying? didn't deserve that. I mean, that I think sound I, like a sweet lady. I, I, I do agree with you. That's you know probably something there. Uh, you know, mentally that's a little bit off. But I also feel like people that believe those type of things want to believe those kind of things. Mm. She wants to believe that fantasy. That probably is what got her through the day. She probably woke up every day happy to be talking to what she Thought believes to be Omarion. Omarion. Well, yes. Omarion did a video for the young lady. Aww. It's crazy how far these people will go to convince and manipulate my fans to think that they are actually speaking with me. From sending fake driver's license and passports, even FaceTiming them, claiming that there was a bad connection when they never even seen me. I'm so sorry, Simone. I haven't been speaking when you're not in a relationship. You haven't sent me any money. I want everyone to be aware that if someone is online claiming to be me and asking for money, that you are not speaking with me. I will never do that. Poor young lady, man. Well, that was Dang. nice of him, though. Yeah, that was that nice. Video. But I feel like some people just wouldn't even respond. <sighs> you think he should have... It's not... No. I, I don't want it to avoid this wrong way. I'm about to say, do you think he should have given her the money back? That would have been nice. That would have been nice, right? That would have been a nice gesture. It would have been nice. But I mean, I mean, it's not his fault in right, any way, shape, right. or form. Right. But it just would have been a nice gesture to say, here, take the three, but, three but grand. But something you know I mean? something him might be like, well, maybe, you know, she didn't really didn't give him three grand. You know what I mean? Maybe she's halfway, you know. Halfway what? Faking and lying as oh, well. Oh, you feel like she might not be telling Cap the truth. Cap a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't, you know. Oh. I would go send a video, but how I know she really sent three grand. That's real. You know? That's true. I, I don't know. It's not, true. it's not my situation. I'm sorry for it, right. but that's true. Right. I did the video. I need a screenshot of the wire. And sometimes, you know, Dr. Phil be making stuff up too he might have just wrote <laughs> that script why would you think he made that up cause he trying to make a good show I done seen some stuff I'm like Dr. she got a Phil. point nah she right I give her tickets to she the next right. show yeah, yeah let's say like we're on backstage passes we take a shot for the Instagram but other than that boy that young lady lit man it's the final episode of Dr. Phil okay you made it she did. She made it. She, she hot did. in the Bronx right now. Exactly. <laughs> she hot in the Bronx right now. Now Iggy, hometown hero. Now Iggy Azalea, you know, she has her only uh, uh, OnlyFans account that she started, I think, like a month ago, mm-hmm. and she's making some money. And she's talking about some of the weirdest things people ask for. Tell me, I'm worthless and my doesn't work. Oh, okay. Do you want to hear a little bit yeah, yeah, of yeah. like some of my stuff? Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. They'll be like. Um, goddess Iggy, please, please, please. I know that you don't have time for my tiny little thing, but please, can you just tell me, like, what you think about it? And then I'll be like, ah, that's disgusting. Is that even a? You call that a? That's not a. Why are you wasting my time with this? Send me fifty dollars right now. Don't you message me again unless you give me fifty dollars next time. Don't waste my time like this again. (laughs) (laughs) They really like it. some guys, I just talk to them about what, like, what the f*** watching on Netflix and sh**. Like, James. I'm a bitch that likes to talk. I'm a chatty bitch. Like, all my chatting I do on Twitter, now I just do it on f- Okay. Do micropenises get that same type of treatment from y'all? Let's uh, I, I have been fortunate enough to not have to deal with it. Okay. Um... <laughs> You know, I had a situation where I encountered a micro penis. Mm-hmm. Like, how small is micro? It was. You Do it know, with your fingers. It was really. It was like this. Milk mm-hmm. cricket. It, it, he wasn't a milk cricket either. I'm just talking about the size. It, yes, it was, <laughs> and it's crazy because me and my homegirl actually found out that we both had messed around with him, so we started calling him LD. 
It was like cult for little. You know, you know what LD oh, stands for. Yeah. Not but, for that learning disability, but not. <laughs> Why is that funny? Um, <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> but I think it's fifty dollars. Talking, you got you doing all that for fifty dollars? I feel like you're Iggy. Like you can char- charge a little more. Yeah, she can charge more than fifty dollars. I agree. You don't know her financial situation. I don't, okay. but I think it's good. I think OnlyFans is really her lane. Yeah, like she's really Damn attractive. It, yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah, she's an artist, guys. She's talented. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and clearly I mean, she's good at like you, you know like degrading that? them. It's I'm not gonna like, lie to you. When was the last time somebody got in the car and was like, "Man, put on that new Iggy, bro"? <laughs> well, we don't know. If it, has there been new Iggy? Yes. <laughs> it, it, See, I don't know. Let me look up. Exactly. Yeah, it has been. It. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not dissing her music. I'm not yes, saying that. Yeah, you already did that. You just said nobody gets in the car says put on that new Iggy. No, I did it. I'm from the south. I listen to different, you know, type of music. But I'm just saying, like me and my friends, we don't get in the car. Dre, like, we don't. But I feel like OnlyFans is good for her. Damn it, man! You double down. All right, let me see. Last thing she put out was 2021. It was called uh, The End of an Era. Did you oh, listen did, to it? Did you listen to it? Uh-uh. I didn't know it came out. All no. right. Exactly. No. August 13th, 2021 on Empire. I don't think... I mean, I feel like she gonna, she's obviously making a killing on it. Like I said, she's very attractive. She's doing her thing on OnlyFans. Yeah. Right. A lot of the, a lot of the rap girlies are starting to do that. And they getting money. Yeah. Erica Banks just started OnlyFans, OnlyFans as well. I don't well. know why y'all keep trying to clean this up. <laughs> you know, just, you, you, we just keep letting you go. Just let, let's go let you go. You said, you there we go. You want to smoke with it? You All right. Well, that is your rumor report. <laughs> Since y'all haven't heard Iggy Azalea in a long time, we're going to play some now. All right, who you giving your donkey oh, to? God. Hey, four after the hour, we need a brother from Chicago named James Taylor to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. But before donkey, I got a special announcement in a couple of minutes. Okay? Can, we do that? Can we do it after Iggy? If you Go ahead. Let Iggy rock. Turn man. Iggy back up. Come on. Yeah. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating While Broke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Every day I wake up, wake your ass up. The Breakfast Club on Power 105.1. Is this thing on? It's on. Listen, man, uh, we told y'all last year we was rescheduling, and the time for rescheduling has come. Okay, Saturday, April 22nd, we shall all come together as a family at Pullman Yards in Atlanta, Georgia, for mm. the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival, okay? Okay! Drop a bomb! Yes. Sponsored by AT&T, Blue Moon, Cause Light, Nissan, Simply Spiked, and State Farm. Uh, you know the Black Effect has a very diverse group of podcasts, everything from mental health to comedy, and this show will reflect that, okay? Hitting that Black Effect Podcast Festival stage will be... Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and DC Young Fly, the 85 South Show. Dropping the clues bombs for the 85 South Show. The 85 South Show, your lips is messing us up. Trying, 85 South. I'm trying to get through this without spitting. I got my new Invisalign in. <laughs> Mandy B and Wheezy, horrible decisions will be hitting that Black Effect Podcast Festival stage. Yeah. Okay? We in ATL, so you know we can't do ATL without having DJ Scream, Big Bank, and Baby J, the Big Facts Podcast. And one of our podcasts that stays in the news, Giselle Bryan and Robin Dixon of the Reasonably Shady Podcast will be hitting that Black Effect Podcast Festival stage. And you know I will not do an event like this without checking in on my folks' mental and emotional well-being. And nobody does that better than Michelle Williams from the Checking In Podcast, okay? And this event will be hosted by me. And my dear good sister, Miss Jess Hilarious. Drop on the clues bonds for Jess Hilarious. Jess! Saturday, April 22nd, Pullman Yards in Atlanta, Georgia. The first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival. It's not just a day of entertainment. It's a day of education because we have a woman in business, uh, a woman in podcasting and business of podcasting panel with Colleen Witt. 
Teslin Figaro, Teslin, Tamika Mallory, Weezy and Alex, the owners of WTF Media, and my good brother Chad from the 85 South Show. How I say Chad last name? Oubre. Chad Oubre from the 85 South <laughs> Show. Okay? Soundtrack will be provided by my guy DJ Louis V. Louis V! That's right. There's going to be food, a gaming area, and a Black Effect Marketplace featuring local Atlanta businesses. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Okay? Tomorrow, March 1st at 12 p.m. I said tickets go on sale tomorrow at 12 p.m. To learn more, visit blackeffect.com. And thank you to our sponsors again. AT&T, Blue Moon, Cause Light, Nissan, Simply Spiked, and State Farm. We'll see you Saturday, April 22nd at Pullman Yards in Atlanta for the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival. Drop a bomb! Hosted by myself and Jessica. Hilarious. Louis V, let's set up some after parties, Louis V. Mm. That's my birthday, too. I'm going to have to pull up. That's your birthday? Mm -hmm. No. If I'm in Atlanta, I'm going to have to pull up. Pull up, then. Yes. Pull up, Dre. 22nd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Donkey the day up next. Let's go. Charlemagne, say the gang. Donkey, other Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, February 28th is going to a young man from Chicago named James Taylor. Okay, he's 20 years old, and I'm highly upset. I'm just finding out about this story, but some people amongst us might feel this is the perfect way to end Black History Month. See, James Taylor allegedly robbed a man at gunpoint. Okay, now I have fully embraced the fact that I'm old school. Okay, I was born in the 1900s, 1978 to be exact. So the way 20-year-olds do things is not the way we did things. See, the people I knew who committed armed robberies actually tried to not get caught. I mean, believe it or not, kids, that was the whole point of an armed robbery, to not get caught. Probably only second to, you know, what you were stealing from the person, all right? Not getting caught is the 1B to the uh, 1A of the armed robbery. But this generation is a little different, okay? This young man... 20 years old from Chicago, allegedly robbed a 35-year-old man who was parked in front of his house around 1.30 a.m. Now, listen, you pull up to your place of residence around 1.30 a.m., you might, you know, be a little high, had a couple of drinks. You know, it's a Saturday night. I know it's freezing in Chicago. You just want to get in the house, right? Not only do you want to get in the house, this 35-year-old man had just gotten some fried chicken. Mm. <laughs> now, I don't know what kind of fried chicken it was, but I'm going to just assume on a Saturday night in Chicago, it had to be Harold's. You know what I mean? Correct me if I'm wrong, Chicago, but don't don't one of the Harold's stay open until like 5 a.m. Am I making this up? I feel like one of those Harold's in Chicago stays open until 5 a.m. But just imagine you got a four-wing, four-shrimp combo. Mm. Mm. Mouth watering. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Some hush puppies. All right, what if you got a 10-piece wing and a mac and cheese bowl with chicken mixed in? All right, I'm just trying to paint the picture Ooh. for you, okay? You got this fried chicken from Harold's, and you just want to get in the house on a Saturday night, be high, full, and happy, and go to sleep. But no! Here comes James Taylor just disturbing <laughs> your peace, all right? Asking for a light. 1.30 in the morning, you walking in Chicago, and some man with dreads walk up to you asking for a light. You might want to run, okay? Right. But the man just said he ain't got no light, all right? But then this 20-year-old tapped the man on the shoulder, okay? Tapped the man on the shoulder, and, you know... Put a gun in his face. Mm. <laughs> okay? And when the man turned around, James put a gun in his face and told the victim to run it. And all the victim had on him was his keys. Okay? $2 in cash, a debit card, and the fried chicken. 
Now, I've told y'all before that fried chicken is a symbol of freedom, all right, for black people in America, especially black women in Virginia, because after the Civil War, black women understood their freedom meant they could fully grasp some agency over their lives, all while creating and sustaining economic freedom for themselves through their culinary talent. So sisters used to carry fried chicken and other baked goods on their heads, waiting around at the train stations, and when the trains would pull up, they would sell their fried chicken and baked goods. And since so few jobs were readily available or even accessible to black women, that's how they made their money, using their culinary talents to provide for their families after the Civil War. So once again, stop letting white supremacists fool y'all into thinking fried chicken is a negative stereotype for black people because it's not. It's a symbol of economic freedom. What does that have to do with today's donkey of the day? Absolutely nothing. Okay? Because in this situation, fried chicken didn't lead to someone's freedom. It actually led to James Taylor's arrest. See, James Taylor right now is charged with armed robbery with a firearm, uh, aggravated unlawful use of a weapon, aggravated possession of a stolen motor vehicle, and illegal possession of a debit card. The judge ordered Taylor to pay a $15,000 bail deposit to go home on an electric monitor, and the judge told Taylor, who has no criminal background, that he faces a minimum of 21 years in prison if convicted of the armed robbery charge. Now, I know y'all like, damn. For some chicken. Wow. For some chicken, right? Now, I know y'all like, damn, that's criminal. Okay, and being criminal is corny, so I understand why you're getting donkey today. But you know donkey today is all about giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid. So, of course, armed robbery is stupid, but it's a little bit more than that, okay? How exactly did James Taylor get caught? What y'all think? Hmm? What y'all think? <laughs> He used the debit card. He used the debit card? To yeah. stop and get gas, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, according to the prosecutor, uh, after James Taylor took this man's keys, his debit card, his $2 and the fried chicken, James Taylor got into the victim's car. He didn't start the car. Hmm? He started eating that devil <laughs> damn fried chicken. Mm-mm. Literally got into the victim's car and started eating the chicken. Mm-mm-mm. Why wouldn't you drive away first? You got to eat it hot. You got to eat it while it's hot. You Big got, move. You got to eat it while it's hot. Come on now. I this mean, makes, it's fixed, though. This makes perfect sense under normal circumstances. Yeah. But when you just committed an armed robbery and you're sitting in the car, the person you just robbed... You don't sit there and eat the chicken, okay? Mm. This man sat in the car so long eating the food that the victim had time to dial 911 and the police pulled up a few minutes later, okay? Mm-mm-mm. I'm really sitting there thinking to myself, was this man committing a crime or was he just hungry? Right. You know what I mean? Of course it's a crime, but damn, for you to not even think of getting away, you had to stop and eat right then and there. It might be some nuance to this nigga tree because maybe, just maybe, this man really needed a meal, but... Mm-hmm. That won't stop him from getting the credit he deserves for being stupid. Mm-hmm. Please give James mm-hmm. Taylor the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. You are the donkey of the day. Yeehaw. I like that. I, that sounded like fried chicken. Mm-hmm. You got a Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> That's the Hamiltons. You got a picture. You got a picture of the guy. Yes, I do have a picture of the guy. But you, come on, he's from Chicago. You know what he looks like. What does that mean? You want, you want, you want to play games? I can't not, believe th- he th- stole the chicken too. You there, want, you want to play a game? There was not. We don't need to play a game. Why? You want to play a game? Yes. Oh God. All right, okay, let's, let's play a game of guess what race he is. All right. All right. Oh, okay. James Taylor, yes. 20 years old of Chicago, 1.30 in the morning, robbed a man of some fried chicken, $2, a debit card, and the man's car keys, and did not even try to get away. Sat in the car and ate the fried chicken. DJ Envy, guess what race is? See, most people are going to think black, right? Because it's fried chicken, it's Chicago, mm-hmm. and it's 1.30 in the morning. 
Mm-hmm. Right? But I'm not thinking that way. What you thinking? See, I'm thinking heroin addict. Oh. Mm. R, R, R. Could be two MAGA guys with MAGA hats on. Exactly. You remember that what happened, happened before? Remember <laughs> Just like, that has happened before. Not exactly. You and because I mean? of that, I'm going white. I'm going Caucasian. You're going Caucasian? Mm. Okay. Uh, okay. Lex. James Taylor, 20 years old, from Chicago. All right, robbed a man of $2, a debit card, his car keys, and some fried chicken, and didn't even try to get away. Sat in the car and ate the fried chicken. Guess, Guess what race he is! You know what? What you I don't want to end Black History Month like this, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Anybody that's sitting in the car and they smell that chicken, that way, they can't even start the car? <laughs> it's not giving milk crickets. Mm-hmm. It's tonight. It's definitely giving a black man. Okay. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> okay. Okay. Drea? I would have to agree. I'm going to say black man for yeah. 5,000. Damn, damn, right. damn. Come on, please. Please don't be. I'd like all three of y'all to know that y'all are absolutely positively wrong. Oh. Okay. And the reason that y'all are wrong is because, okay, y'all forget it's another option. What's that? What's the- this is not a black person. <laughs> what is it? What is- this is a nigga. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yes, I, work. I cannot believe that y'all would pin this on a black person. I didn't know I could Chris say Rock, that word. Chris Rock told y'all the difference. Oh, wow. <laughs> Between he black looked people. hungry in that picture. He looked hungry. My goodness. Chris Rock well, told I y'all the difference. Well, I think he wasn't hungry no more. No. Can this, can this, can this nigga evolve to a black man? Yes. Mm. Okay. Mm. But right now, yeah, nigga. Niggas niggin'. Okay. Right. I hope he don't get the full sentence. No, I hope he's his first charge. Oh, All right. His first charge. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, mm-hmm. when we come back, uh, Nidra Glover Tawab will be joining us. She has a new book, Drama Free. We're going to kick it with her when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. She's back. Nadra Glover Tawab. Welcome. Hey. How are you, first of all? New book coming out, uh, Drama Free, a Drama guide Free. to managing unhealthy family relationships. You have no idea how on time this book is. Mm. What does the title mean? Uh, what doesn't it mean? What is an unhealthy relationship? It's anything that is problematic and persistent. You know, it's not just childhood trauma. It's also issues with in-laws and mm-hmm. blended families and some of these cousins and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So what made you write this book? Do you got some problems in your family that you had to sort out? Uh, well, you know, I'm a therapist, so I help people with problems. And mm-hmm. I think we all, to some degree have something why why are boundaries always such a focal point for for your books because i think it is a focal point for relationships Mm -hmm. we have to create new expectations and with family we do give a lot of passes it's like well this is so and so so they should always answer the phone when i call well that person has a job that's right and the the thing that they're doing right now is more important than hearing about your court show or mm-hmm. whatever that is. You know, I think sometimes we have to set a new standard within families, especially with a level of awareness we have now. I think this is now the time when people are more aware of, oh, I don't have to call them back. I don't have to visit them. Mm-hmm. We are woke mm-hmm. and we are aware of where we want to be and where we don't want to be. How can you tell the difference between like family dysfunction and, and that's just how we've always been? Well, the norm can be normal for you and can still be unhealthy. 
There are a lot of things that I hear. Oh, we used to get beat or, oh, you know, this is how my mama talked to me. And it's like, well, cussing you out, it can be the norm in your family, but it's not healthy. Mm -hmm. And so some of those things we have to think about in general, is this behavior that should be tolerated by anyone? Mm. Is this behavior that I would accept from a friend? Is this behavior that I would see as suitable from a partner? Mm -hmm. What's the biggest misconception you see when it comes to family? That you have to like people. There you go. I think of family as like a class, right? Like when you start a new grade, but it's 30 people in your class and maybe three or four you vibe with, mm -hmm. right? I think it's the same with families. Like it's some people is whatever their personality, your personality is like this cousin, this aunt and this uncle. Come on, y'all. And the rest of them is like, oh, no, they're all cool. I really like them. But there are just certain people personality wise. And that's the part we're not considering that there are people even with your children. There mm -hmm. are certain, you know, certain kids. You're like, this is my guy, mm -hmm. you know, based on personality, based on how much they seem to be like you or interested in your life. Mm -hmm. My oldest daughter likes to tell me that my, my third daughter is my favorite. And that bothers me. Is it I true? Want, I don't think so. Mm. You know, but it, it's like I don't like if that. you don't think it's true. Because I don't feel like I have a favorite child and I'll I be trying to explain that to her. Mm. Does your third daughter remind you of yourself? No, actually, my second daughter does. OK, so I wonder I wonder why they're seeing this allegiance. I don't know. Well, something is happening. I find that with parents, sometimes they will deny. No, I don't have a favorite. Or, no, I treat everybody mm -hmm. the same when clearly they are not. Mm hmm. And that's okay because we don't treat all people the same. And it's okay to recognize that like, hey, I am giving this person more attention because of X, Y, and Z. Or I notice that too. And, you know, maybe try to be fair or maybe not, you know. But I think to deny it sometimes can be problematic for the sibling relationship. Because I just feel like that could lead to an unhealthy family relationship amongst the siblings. Because they think I'm playing favorites and I'm not. You know? I think that's in everybody's family when, they have, when you have a bunch of kids. It's like I cater to my daughters more than my sons. Why? Because my daughter's catered to me. Mm. They're loving. They're cuddling with daddy. If I get sick, they're going to lay in bed and rub daddy's back. See, that, might daddy's no, that might be it. My you know what I mean? That's my third daughter. That's, that's, what, <laughs> no, for real, for that's real. what they do. That's it. You know what I mean? The no, rest of them, real. like, your dad, you good? I see that. Like, but the rest of it, they're going to lay there. Like, they're okay. going to they're gonna come for dad and take a liking to that. Yeah. But do you acknowledge that? Do you say that to them? Like, you're right. And this is why. <laughs> so here's an opportunity for you to come cuddle with me. Yeah. But you know what? And this is going to sound crazy. My son is a 19-year-old football player. If he got in the bed and cuddled with me, it would just feel <laughs> awkward to me. Like, look at me like that. That's wild, bro. What? You got six kids. Yes. Three of them are cuddle age. But you referenced a 19-year-old son? No, because my daughter's <laughs> cuddle with me. My son, my, my daughter. there are two no, and three. I, I, my daughter the is 21. Adults. The adults. My daughter's oh, okay, okay, okay. get in the bed and cuddle with dad. My okay. nine, my eight, my six, my, my one-year-old. But my 19, it would just feel a little awkward. Mm. That's messed up, man. That's why men feel. That's why we be so closed off and don't know how to show emotions. You know what I mean? Get that man a little cuddle time. My son hopping in cuddle with daddy today <laughs> with his armpit hair on me. Like that's not gonna. That's that's not nice. armpit hair. That's horrible, bro. <laughs> now let's talk about cycle breakers. Yes. Now that's very important, especially when it comes to our dynamic of family, right? Yes, yes, yes. Cycle breakers are people who are the first in their family to do a thing, the first in their family to be rich, to mm -hmm. go to college, to mm -hmm. maybe not go to college, to be married, all sorts of things. And I think when you are a cycle breaker, there is a lot of pushback Man. from the people who have not changed, from the people who are still in 
you know, maybe some of those unhealthy relationships because, you know, it's hard to see people do something that you couldn't or do something that feels like a threat to who you are or do something that, you know, makes you think, gosh, am I supposed to change too? So being a cycle breaker, I think a lot of their support comes from people outside their family sometimes. It comes from, you know, that chosen family. It may come from, you know, some of those other family members that you don't see as often. It may come from watching TV shows and identifying with, you know, some influencer or all sorts of things. But, you know, I think cycle breaking is important and it's also really tough because you have to figure out a way to be supported. How important is chosen family? Oh my gosh, it's everything. Mm -hmm. You know, in our families, we sometimes choose. Remember I said, you know, it might be these three people Mm -hmm. that you pick, but, you know, when we are outside of that family system, we have the ability to go to work and say, okay, I really like this person and Mm -hmm. I really like this person. Come Mm -hmm. on, you're you're my family now. Mm -hmm. And we can do that with our friends. And it's just easier. The relationships are based on not blood, but just how we feel about each other. They're more authentic. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the really important piece with the chosen family. Now, troubleshooting relationships with siblings. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that sibling aspect. Because Charlamagne, how many brothers and sisters you have? Five that I grew up with. Four okay. that I grew up with. And how are your relationships with all five of them? Of are y'all all good? Is there something that you like more than the others? <laughs> <laughs> so, so how do you tell siblings to deal with that? You know, I I think it, it goes back to that. You know, it, it's based <laughs> on your personality. It's based on who you feel you can have that authentic relationship with. And we don't feel like that with everyone, even Mm -hmm. if they're related to us. And with siblings, sometimes I see impacting siblings is when the oldest sibling had to be a caretaker for the younger siblings. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And they have this idea of like, this is my sister, but it's my child. This is my brother, Mm -hmm. but this is my baby. You know, here it is, you're 40 and they 35 and you mothering them. And then there's this issue of, well, they don't want your mothering anymore. Now they want to sister so how do we transition Mm -hmm. out of that role and really into a sibling relationship you know we can redefine our relationships with people at any point and talk about some of the resentment if there is a favorite child situation because you're right it's not one child's fault that that happens Mm -hmm. it's you know really based on the parent's choice but it is easier sometimes for them to be mad at the sibling so those are conversations to have all right, we got more with Nidra Glover to Wob. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We also have our co-host with us, Poor Minds Podcast, Drea and Lex P. All right, Charlemagne? You know, you can't force sibling relationships, right? Like, I'm the second oldest, but it's such an age gap between me and my older sister, and it's such an age gap between my two younger brothers and younger sister. so I love them. We didn't necessarily have that relationship growing up because everybody was busy doing their own things. Like my two younger brothers are super close because they're closer in age. Mm-hmm. So is it a parent's job to like force those relationships to happen? No. Yeah. Um, I, I think sometimes parents think they're supposed to, right? You know, this is your brother. Y'all have to stick together. This is your sister. You have to stick mm-hmm. together. But a lot of that is just natural. You'll see small kids like, I want to hold my baby brother. Mm-hmm. I want, and, and another kid might be like, I'm going outside. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do we allow people to mm-hmm. select their people? So we shouldn't mm-hmm. force them. Because I force my kids. Okay. Like, the, like I have a, a 19-year-old and I have an 8-year-old. And I will be like, when you go to football practice, take your brother with you. Mm-hmm. To let him hang out with his brother. 
brother. You know what I mean? And my, that's not like caretaking to me. No, no, no. It's not because I want him. I want him to experience that because there's some things that I didn't. I didn't play football as a kid. My my 19 year old does, and he, and he's a good player. Mm-hmm. And I could tell that my eight year old looks up to him as a football player. So I'd be like, go out with your brother. Go play with your brother. Go, go play. Bring Logan in, man. Logan going to college next year. How about to see? You keep saying he's nineteen in high school. No, no, he go to college next year. Oh, his birthday is December twenty eighth. But I, I, that's what I do. Even with you know, with whatever it may be, playing video games. I don't play video games. My nineteen year old does. So I be like, mm-hmm. go in the room with your brother. I force him to do it, and I notice it keeps him close. So now my my nine, my eight year old will come in my room, be like, Dad, can I sleep in Logan's room? And I be like, go ask him. But like mm-hmm. he's he's starting to develop that bond where it is close. So I kind of force him to do it. Um, you help them foster a relationship by making these suggestions, and it sounds like over time they have both grown to appreciate that. Forcing is when you say, take this kid with you, and they're like, ugh, right. I don't want to do it, right? So you're helping them learn to have a relationship together, and that is healthy. Now, when you're forcing mm-hmm. your children to be close, I think that's different. It's not really closeness. It is, you know, we can do this while we're here, but when people leave your home, like, how do you want those relationships to be? And that's what you need to think about. Like, when they leave home and they're out in the world, Who's going to force it then? No one. Another question that people always ask is the closeness between mom and child. People say you can't be your child's best friend. Right, because mm-hmm. that's one thing people say. That's my best friend. My daughter's my best friend. My I'm son's people. my best friend. Hmm? I'm people. You people. <laughs> but how do you feel about that? Um, when someone is a child, I don't think so because it's one sided. Um, you certainly wouldn't share with your child, girl. We went to the club. And, not appropriate, mom. Mm-hmm. But you can listen to a lot of what your kid is saying, and you can give them some feedback, and hopefully they have a relationship where they trust being able to talk to you. I wouldn't necessarily call that a best friendship as much as I would say that is a healthy relationship with your child. You don't want to be in a best friendship where you're oversharing with your child. Your child is hyper focused on your needs because you have so much stuff Mm. going on. That's where it gets a little murky. It's like, okay, what is this? What is the definition of this best friendship? If it's you caring for your child and your child is just being open with you, okay, cool. That's best friendship for you. But if it's, you know, this person is always here for me where they're eight, you know, they should not always, (laughs) 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 they they shouldn't always be there for you. Find you some friends at work. Knowing your daughter is sexually active, I, I guess that's okay. Details, it, it depends on the father's comfort level. Yeah. Now, you, you refer to family as a cultural system in the book, Drama Free. What, what does that mean? Mm. So families have their own thing, you know. In your family, it might be, you know, when you have a baby, the baby go live with your grandma for three months or, you know, whatever your program is. It is how you learn to be, how you learn to exist. When we get married, we do this. When we, whatever, this is what happens. It is a whole culture. I think what's interesting is when we take our culture and we try to move that culture into the world, when we try to get married and we try to get into a relationships and we're telling our partner what's normal and they're like no 
this is what we did in my family. That's where you start to see like, oh, this is how my family was. And now we have to figure out a new culture for ourselves. Mm. You know, the cultural piece is only problematic when somebody sort of breaks away from it and the others disagree. Because for a lot of especially our families, it's more the I told you so syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. Growing up as a kid is, dad, can I go there? No, why? Because I told you so. My wife is a little different. It took me a long time to get to it because I was the same way. Yeah. But my wife likes to have conversations, right? I don't like the conversations because if I tell you something, do it. But my kids are like, but why can't I? But why doesn't that make sense? And she'll sit there and have conversations with them all day. Um, I guess it's a better way because they understand the reason why and they don't leave being mad and don't leave being hateful. Mm-hmm. What is your suggestion when it comes to that? I'm a mom, so I do a little explaining. I also over talk to my dog. So, you know, get off of there. Go in the, it's like, sit could have helped, yeah, sit, right? Yeah, sit could have did it. Sit <laughs> is enough. Go in messing up stuff. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm saying way too much. Has so, the dog ever talk back? Never. Uh, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> But yeah, I I think with kids, it is helpful sometimes to give them some reason. You know, kids are people and it is helpful for them to know why and how and what this means, because in the future, hopefully with that understanding, they'll be able to tap into that conversation and say, oh, this is why I shouldn't do that. Without that level of understanding, you may not know next time. Right. So it can be helpful to just explain things. And that is a cultural shift, right? When you come from just because I said so. Well, all the because I said so's weren't healthy for us. We yeah, have some adults right. telling us stuff and it's like, she did not know what she's talking about. That's right. <laughs> you know, so so if somebody can explain their why, sometimes it could be really helpful for them in the future. And sometimes you'll hear them talking to their friends and you're like, oh, those my words. So mm-hmm. it helps. I-, I want people to go pick up the book Drama Free. So I don't want to, you know, give too much away but I love the resisting the urge to operate in dysfunction mm. chapter because sometimes I wonder I don't think people can help it if they haven't you know done the work to even recognize this is dysfunctional to them they just operate in, in normalcy so what does that mean resisting the urge to operate in dysfunction especially it's, if you don't know it's dysfunction it's learning to be different I think we have so many times in life where we are shown different things and it's up to us to pick it up whether that's visiting a friend's house seeing something on tv if we just process some of that information like wow that's what they do in their house and have those conversations even with our siblings with other family members with our friends you will learn that some of the things that you are experiencing they may be normal for you but they are not necessarily the healthiest Mm. all right we appreciate you for joining us this morning. That's Pick right. up the book, Drama, Drama Free. Free. And listen, this Wednesday, I'm going to be in conversation with Miss Nadra Tawab Glover at the Bell House, Brooklyn, New York, at 7 p.m. It might be sold out already. I don't know. I, I think it's pretty sold out. It is, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I guess for more information and tickets, visit NadraTawab.com. If it's sold out, don't worry about it. But definitely go but, out there and pick up the book wherever right. you purchase pick your up books. The book. That's right. Drama Free, A Guide to Managing Unhealthy Family Relationships. Always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we got our guest co-host, Drea and Lex P from the Poor Minds Podcast joining us. And let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Zendaya. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I am gossiping. This is The Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. right. On The Breakfast Club. 
Now, can we drop a bomb for Zendaya? Talk to me. Uh, you know they're about to do season three of uh, Euphoria. They not well, I guess so. I don't. We not getting into like twenty twenty five. When right. it comes, when it's supposed it's to come back out. I don't know, but I'll wait. Great I think show. It's twenty twenty four. Okay, yeah, it's supposed to come out. Well, it looks like she's gonna be getting a million dollars an episode for season Ooh. three. She deserves it. Facts. How many episodes yes, in a season? She's doing usually? her big one. I thought it was ten, right? Yeah, it's not that many. It's like eight yeah, to ten. Yeah, ten. Yeah, for Euphoria, I'm not sure. Jesus. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. But either way, dropping the clues bomb for Zendaya. She deserves it. You, right. can't, you, don't, you can't do that show without Zendaya. Yeah. Right. And it, you remember we, we were talking the other day about Drake, and you was like, I'm, I'm, you was, I think you were saying, like, damn, I'm surprised Drake hasn't do much uh, outside of rap, but he's also an EP on the show. Right. But that's yeah. what I say. I, 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 I mentioned that. Yeah, he, he EPs Euphoria and uh, uh, Top Boy on Netflix. I like yeah. that. I know that yeah. he was an EP for Top Cause Boy. Because the music on Euphoria is great. Right. Yeah. I don't know if he does the music. I, I, well, I think. like, picking the songs. Like, it creates a vibe, you know well, no, what I'm saying? No, he's an EP for the actual show. Oh. Yeah, his name is, his name yeah, is in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Yeah. But it's not coming out until uh, the second half of 2024. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be weird. Because ain't they supposed to be in high school? They are. Right. They should have been graduated by now. College. Right. <laughs> Hopefully, by the time they come back, you would think they graduated or not. And we, we got to wait that long to see if homie died? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm. That's crazy. It's a lot of things we got to wait to see. What we got to see if she's still on crack. <laughs> still crack. She was struggling. <laughs> we got to see if Why Cassie you say and Nate like that. That's how you have to say crack. It's serious. <laughs> you have to say Are you it smoking like crack? Yes. You still Jesus. on crack? Yes. <laughs> and my sister's going, she was down through there. <laughs> You really can't talk to nobody on crack calmly. Like, you we can. really need, are you still on crack? Yeah, no, no, they don't understand unless you say it like that. You're you on say? crack. It's so and they're like, yes. Like that man on the uh, on the show that used to be trying to help her. He used to be talking to her like yeah, that. Oh, you gotta man, say it like yo. that. Mm-hmm. Remember Joe? Uh, I'm about to say Joe Rogan. Remember um, Morgan Freeman on Lean On Me? Oh yeah. Don't you Don't you Don't you that's a wild approach when you really think about it. Why are you telling this little boy to jump? By the way, that's how I used to be. My dad used to talk to me just like For that. Because you know, cause they feel, cause they feel like you just throwing your life away anyway. And why was he smoking Craig, the little boy? I mean, I don't know. Maybe no weed was around. I don't know. That was during the crack era, and that was crack was big in, in New York, New Jersey. It was crack was big everywhere, but it was very big here. You know, mm. crack started off recreational. Yeah. So people were smoking crack because they didn't know no better. It was a party drug. I am weak. It's just fried cocaine. <laughs> right, but I'm just saying, like, you know too much about crack. This right. Breaks at work is wild. Crack breaks at work is nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's that is wild. Right. Lighten up that nuts. Pipe. That's wild. <laughs> Oh, and lastly, uh, you know Carl Crawford, of course, ex, uh, in, uh, I was going to say NBA, Major League Baseball player. Mm-hmm. He also owns uh, 1501 Certified. That's the label that Megan Thee Stallion is signed to. He seems like he regrets everything that they've gone through, and this is what he had to say. Unfortunately, man, Megan, we haven't talked since, you know, since 2019. So, like, like I said, that's unfortunate, too, as well, because I never wanted to, you know, have a situation where I was, you know, um, going back and forth with on the Internet. You know, I have to take responsibility for anything that happens over here at 1501. Like I say, I got a lot real, real fast, you know, coming from another lane and all that type of stuff. So a lot of a lot of things came at me uh, real, real fast and that I had to learn real, real quick. And in the process of that, you might make a few mistakes here and there. And, but I never, never had any problems with making the stallion. You know, I just, it's just the social media stuff. It really just turned real, really, really sour. You take this, this social media part out of it, we don't have a problem. I'm done with that. You won't hear me mention making the stallion name in the media unless, you know, I'm doing something like this.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sad thing about that, I think it's like too little, too late. They're I was already, thinking they're the already same been on social media. Thing. They already it aired each other out. It's kind of like the yeah. relationship is done. Yeah. Now it's to the point, it, it's business. I'm sure when she finished her contract, she's out. Yeah. For she sure. more with that label. Because you know? I feel like, you know, sometimes it's hard run, you know, being in the business and the contract and y'all don't like where things is going. But right. things got taken too far with that Absolutely. Tory situation. And that was your moment to really, you know what? All this is going on with us business wise, but it's like her mental health. There mm-hmm. was a lot of things mm-hmm. going on with her. And that was his moment to be like, you know what? Let me take care of this girl because we started from day one together. Right. So, like yeah. you said, it's kind of too little, too late. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad the truth finally came out with everything. And I really like prayers to her because mm-hmm. she went through a lot. She did. Like yeah. losing your mom and having to go through all this. Like the world really turned on her. Mm-hmm. They so, did. So, I'm yeah. glad that the truth came out. And I just hope that her mental health is like good. Are they still in court? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. As far as yeah, her 1501 contract. I feel like but... they definitely, it was a time to just not, or you could have just not said anything. Right. You, know? you could have just I not like said anything. A lot was said. It was a little. People's egos. It gets. It's, it's that's ego. what it is. It's mm-hmm. their egos. Yeah. It, it, is, it is interesting. Like, you know, you see everybody apologizing to me right? and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But we know that if, if the verdict had went another way, it wouldn't be that in. Mm-hmm. Of course not. You right. Know what I'm of course not. But it's crazy because even though the verdict verdict was what it was, people were still being like, "Oh, well, it's not that. It's not that." Like some people just yeah, like people to stand ten toes down, being wrong. Oh, like one of y'all who said, I think Dre just said, it, "Ego." Yeah, yeah. You know it's the ego for like, sure. Like nobody wants to just admit, "Hey, I was wrong." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then sometimes people just gotta mind your business until all the facts come out. A hundred percent. Just be not, quiet. I don't know why quiet. it's so hard for people to do this. Because I gotta get these tweets off. <laughs> I gotta get these Instagram posts and these Instagram captions. Now, come on now. You know I wake up. You know how people wake up in the morning and they gotta feed their feed? Yeah. That's all it is. That's Mm-mm. true. And be loud and wrong. Loud and wrong. Speaking on what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Loud and wrong. A lot of people owe Meg an apology. back to bite you. And that is your rumor report. I wanna uh, shout out to Atlanta University, uh, AUCC. They're having their career fair. Uh, and you know I love going to talk to the colleges about you know what we do up here and, and how they can get into it so I'm gonna uh, have a conversation with them later on and I just want to say one other thing this uh why are you looking at me like that you about to say something gay this victim blaming of straight men has to stop <laughs> is that no I'm serious it has to stop he's heterophobic saucy Santana salute to my guy saucy baby Trav that calls in all the time I think they gave you some sound advice all saucy said let me, re- let me read what saucy if said last night on Instagram want to put a plastic uh Piece in their mouth and blow. They should a be able to do. Piece That's a hookah wild. tip. A hookah tip. Oh, you know, but that could go either or. The way I'm you say it. Okay. Yeah. And I know NB is Dominican, so that's a Dominican thing. Dominican. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Dominicans in New York love to smoke hookah. I believe it. So somebody posted a picture. Look at it. Tell me you don't like a little baddie right there. You know that what I'm was saying? the post. You that keep the a, leg up. You <laughs> the leg kicked up. But that was like a fire picture. Like that could be an album cover. Right. DJ Shrimp. <laughs> so, Saucy Santana reposted this last night. He said, NB, not you blew the smoke out for the pick. I'm sick, bro. <laughs> he said it like that? I'm sure he did. <laughs> okay. Y'all gonna stop. Y'all gonna leave straight men alone. Let straight men express and do what they want to do mm. and allow them to grow. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't gonna Amen. listen to the Surgeon General. You gonna listen to Saucy Santana. Stop putting that little plastic tip to your mouth. We got it's not good for you. Why are y'all wearing it like that? <laughs> Why are y'all working? I, don't know, why they, I don't know why they keep calling it the plastic piece. Lex, Drea, if, one of your, if you saw one of your homegirls, uh-huh. right? Let's just say putting her mouth on a vibrator. Okay. I've seen that before. See, you think something ahead. was wrong, She said, I've right? seen that before. She said, no, I've seen I that mean, before. I mean, depending on what you mean by wrong. No, 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 I'm just saying, why would they be doing that? 
Why not? They might, they might be making a video to send to somebody. You cannot compare a vibrator to a hookah That's tip. That's exactly what it is. It's made out of the same material. You know what? <laughs> I mean, it is made out of the same the material. hookah just don't vibrate. Don't you know vibrate. I think they got some For tips real? that vibrate. With, with candy <laughs> on them. Yo, if you see a man shaking the vibrator, that guy is crazy. They got the lollipop tips. They got the lollipop tips. They got a lot of Imagine different ones. Imagine seeing a man shaking the hookah in the club in his mouth, just shaking it. <laughs> To get that vibrating feeling. That must tell shaming straight men. It's the Breakfast Club. People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Some People Have Real Problems by Britt Bennett. Tessa Thompson plays a conflicted woman who imagines living a totally different life. Start listening when you sign up for a free 30-day trial at the home of storytelling. Audible.com slash breakfast club. I didn't know maybe you Out here, and I first want to say thank you to everybody that made season two a success. I don't want to start naming folks because I'm gonna leave somebody out. But if you listen, you help promote, you share it, I appreciate you. Just trying to offer a different way to consume black history, not just in February, but all year long. You dig? Season one was February 2022, 28 episodes. Season two, February 2023. 28 more episodes. You can find all 56 episodes on the Black Effect Podcast Network. So tap in. But I would like to leave you with this. Did you know the KKK had their own language? Yes, man, they be using words and acronyms and stuff. You can Google KKK Glossary and find some of these words. For example, AKIA, A-K-I-A. That's a password. It means a Klansman I am. An alien is a person who does not belong to the clan. Now, I don't really know how to pronounce this next one, but it's A-Y-A-K. Is that Ayak? Ayak? Either way, it's a password meaning, are you a Klansman? You might hear two white dudes walk up and one say Ayak, and the other one say Ikea. He just said, are you a Klansman? And the other one said, a Klansman I am. And you had no clue. Why? Because you're an alien. You're not part of the clan. Man, they got inner circles, imperial wizards, all types of Harry Potter nomenclature. And they call themselves the Invisible Empire. Because they say they all over. But you don't know who the hell is a Klansman. That makes them invisible. Until we meet again, y'all be safe out there. Because a lot of this stuff I didn't know. Maybe you didn't either. I didn't know. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Shout out to our co-hosts, Drea and Lex P from the Poor Minds uh, Podcast for joining us this whole week. Well, not the whole week, but well, Monday, you know, Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday. Little one, two. one, two. for Thank now. You, ladies. How did y'all enjoy? It was fun. It was fun. It was, it was a great time. Good, good, good. A blast. Well, now um, it's the time yep. to promote what y'all got coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Y'all? Well, first of all, subscribe to the Poor Minds Podcast. Yes. And it's P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S. So you can find us on YouTube. We're on all platforms where you find podcasts at. Um, mm-hmm. We have a special event in Atlanta. So if you're in Atlanta tomorrow, come out and do karaoke with us at City Winery. We got Music Soul Child coming through. Um, and we're going on tour really we're soon. going on tour starting in June. Yes, mm-hmm. starting our tour. So we're adding, we're still adding dates, but we're definitely hitting Detroit, Philly, LA, Houston, Dallas, Chicago. New York, Chicago, all that good stuff. How can I get um, tickets for the uh, winery? Uh, citywinery.com yeah. Citywinery. So How do you get tickets for the tour? The tour, you go to 85southshow.com and all the dates will be up there. The tickets are actually going to be released tomorrow. Yes. 
So yeah, we have a lot of stuff that we, we work on. A lot of exciting stuff and coming what is, up. What is what does P O U R mean? Poor minds. What is it? Um, well, we the show is like a play on yeah, words. like because we be drinking. Yeah, you know, we got used to drink you. wine all the time. See, so. next time we come back, y'all gotta have some mimosas for us. I yes. need a little morning mimosa. No, no, we good now. We sure. like to- <laughs> Yeah, give us some drink. Y'all want some? Nah, nah, we good. We good. It's a bottle of You got it on you. No. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, it's a bottle of eight of spades in there. Yes, we do. Yeah, so, yeah, we um doing the tour. Got yes. the And then we got the Roots Picnic, of course. Yeah, okay. we yeah. got Roots Picnic, picnic in June. Too. We have some new merch coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And then I also have a cosmetics line as well. Mm-hmm. What's the name Muse, of it? MuseBeautyCollection.com. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cute or whatever. I got one in my purse. How does it look with Charlemagne? Yes, this one. I think this might be the color. He no, he had glazed. Um, okay, oh, yeah, the clear one. Okay. Yeah, he had oh, I had that original like Krispy Kris- Kris- Kreme glaze. Uh huh. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's doing really well. It's actually doing really well. I have Good. some new products that are actually about to come out um, in like two weeks. Okay. Oh, yeah. Give me your Instagrams and everything too. Uh, My Instagram is at Dre and Nicole with three E, so D R E A N I C O L E E E. Yes, and you can follow me at Lex underscore P underscore. And what's the poor mind's Instagram? And it's P-O-U-R underscore M-I-N-D-S. Hey. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, leave us on a positive note, Charlamagne. The positive note, man. Oh, before wanna... you do that, remind them about what's going on in Atlanta. Yes, man. And I just want to tell y'all tomorrow, make sure to get your tickets for the Black Effect Podcast Festival, man. Tickets go on sale at 12 p.m. Saturday, April 22nd in Atlanta, Georgia at Pullman Yards. The first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival, the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, Big Facts. Reasonably shady, checking in with Michelle Williams, hosted by myself and Just Hilarious. So uh I'll definitely be reminding y'all tomorrow to get them tickets at twelve PM Eastern. Go to blackeffect.com, okay, for more information. All right. Now, I want to tell y'all, communicate, man. We all need to talk more, okay? Because miscommunication leads to misunderstanding, which rarely leads to anything good. Mm-hmm. A word. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. 
Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.